0: Well, another week's gone by. That's how the, how the world rolls, right? <laughs> well, thank you for bearing with me, and welcome back to another week, another episode. Continuing on our design of food theme, and our push towards the, the general and the process of preparation, I'm going to talk a little bit about mixtures, especially salads, It's been on my mind ever since about 11 a.m. Let's do it. Well, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for coming back. I appreciate your support. The alternative title for today's episode is Disaster Salad. And you're you're probably wondering, well, what's a disaster salad? Um, The answer... Is a disaster, uh, so here's the answer. A disaster salad is exactly what I had for lunch today. Yeah. But but that's okay. I mean, it happens, right? I'm sure you've had them too. Ob- I mean, obviously, right? I'm not the only one. Surely I'm not. It's Okay. So I went to lunch with my friend this afternoon as one does uh and i don't think it was exactly 11 a.m as i said in the intro i think it was more like twelve thirty or twelve forty, even p.m of course we weren't eating lunch at midnight uh we're not like in hawaii or anything although that's only a six hour time difference but surely you get the idea um no we were we were having lunch and it was a nice lunch uh, except for the food, which is probably an important component of a nice lunch. So, you know, it was enjoyable to walk outside and and uh, and talk with a friend and have a nice conversation. The food wasn't great, though. It was a disaster salad, or at least it's, it's what I'm calling a disaster salad. And... I the, the, the Disaster Salad is not the title of this episode because that would be a little untrue as to the theme of the whole episode and to my feelings and, and, and kind of just throwing blame around. Um, and I wasn't looking to do that. But here's what happened. We went to a restaurant, uh, kind of a, a quick serve place, not exactly fast food, but uh, not, nothing too fancy. We went to this restaurant. You can order a couple different things, um, but it's all about kind of making your own combination of stuff. Um, we both ordered salads. My friend was also feeling a salad. His was pretty, uh, pretty, uh, you know, standard. Had some lettuce, cucumbers. He doesn't like dressing, so he didn't have dressing. But, you know, lettuce, cucumbers, some other stuff, maybe some cheese. Carrots perhaps I don't exactly remember it wasn't uh, it it wasn't uh, anything crazy is the point i I on the other hand, uh, got a salad, and here's uh where the the problem began. So it started with lettuce, it also had spinach and carrots, tofu, walnuts, apples. Cheese, cranberries, and dressing. And honestly, I'm probably missing something. So, you probably heard me say that and thought to yourself, what on earth was he expecting? Was he expecting that to be good? And honestly, I don't know what I was expecting. Because when I hear that list of ingredients, it doesn't sound like it would be good on a salad. And to tell you the truth, well, it wasn't. But I survived, and I'm here just a few hours later, recording this show. And so, here's what you need to know. I think it was kind of a disaster salad. I really do. That's what I'm calling it. Um, Because I didn't like it. It wasn't great. I didn't end up having much of it. I had some of the components. You know, the components of this salad were all pretty good. But I think if things had been mixed differently in the preparation of this salad, and I think if... The components were prepared differently both separately and together that this could have been a different experience. And so I don't know if by changing some things it's possible to take lettuce, spinach, apples, walnuts, cranberries, carrots, tofu, cheese, and dressing and again probably something else. I don't know if it's possible to take those ingredients and make a salad that's not a disaster salad. But I'm willing to try. And while I don't think I'll be going for a particular reprise of the salad I had this afternoon, I do have a lot of thoughts, which is, again, the basis of this show. So let's talk. Um, My first thought was... When my so so, the first thing to understand about this salad is when it arrived at the table, or or when I got it and brought it to the table. Most of the small components, with the exception of the cranberries, were at the bottom of the salad. The lettuce and spinach took up most of the top of the salad. So it wasn't mixed very well. It wasn't tossed. It was kind of just thrown together and left there. And that's okay. I tried to toss it up a bit myself. And I grabbed out what I wanted. And I didn't have what I didn't want. But in the end, I still thought it was kind of a disaster. And I promise this entire episode won't just be a rant about this salad because there are other interesting thoughts that lead from this salad experience. But I'm just going to take a couple more minutes to finish up on this. I think the salad could have been mixed a little differently. And We'll talk about, well, might as well just say no. now. So I think the thing that I really didn't like was that the way each component of this salad had been individually prepared did not mesh well with any other component. And I think that was the major problem. And so as I was eating this, or not eating it, rather, I initially thought to myself, you should not be allowed to take these components and put them together into a salad. Like when you order such a salad, you should just be told, No, I'm sorry. We won't do that for you because it won't taste good. And then I thought, That's being pretty lazy. And that's not exactly fair because if someone wants to order such a salad, they should be able to. And if someone is going to provide, a make-your-own-salad kind of environment, they should be truthful to that. So it's not the responsibility, furthermore, of the person offering the salad to tell you which salads won't be good. Part of the the, the food thing is, is that you're going to figure that out as you go along. And today, Mark's... Uh, day when I'm figuring that out for myself. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's it's fine. Um, that was my initial thought, and then I realized that uh, the, the different components weren't really the problem. It was how they were prepared and how they were mixed together. And we're about nine or ten minutes in now, and I think it's time to go from the specific to the general. And talk about mixtures. So will you please welcome my guest. Just kidding, I still don't have a guest. I'm sorry. I promise. I promise. I've promised for so long that we'll have more guests. And it is so true. Because we will. That's what we do. Design of food. Guest speakers. Or just one speaker. Who you're listening to right now. Sorry to tease you like that. I... I, Perhaps uh, perhaps you're a little let down now, but uh, the guests will come because it's fun. You can bounce ideas back and forth. You get new uh, new things to talk about, new perspectives. That's what it's all about. But for now, you just have me talking about my disaster salad. This episode currently has a tone that is far different from the others. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a good thing or not. Uh, I'm sorry we've kind of diverged from the the template, so to speak. Not that we have a template. They aren't really scripted. They aren't scripted at all, in fact. Just come in with thoughts and leave with a podcast. That's right. So let's go general. Let's talk about mixtures. Let's talk about salads. Let's talk about what went wrong and why. Mixing food is one of the most fundamental things you can do in preparing a dish it's also one of the easiest things to do and one of the hardest which is why it's so important that we focus on it most foods that you enjoy are are dishes you know they're they're prepared and they're they're put together uh, in in a in a way that mixes components and, and prepares prepares a whole from the parts. That's how that's how cooking works. In fact, it's kind of what cooking is. And so when you do something like this, it's important that things not only mesh well in taste, in flavor, texture, but also in quantities. There's quality and there's quantity. And food has both of those. So let's touch on quality first, because I think that was more or less the issue with with the disaster salad i should really stop saying that because it's not it's not a great tone to be bringing to the show um I'll, I'll keep talking about the salad gladly though so so my my salad from lunch today um i felt that the different components were not prepared in such a way that made it yummy when they came together for every component that was in this salad I think, uh, I think it would have been perfectly fine on a plate by itself. In fact, it would have been delicious. And so each component was kind of prepared with that idea in mind. And when they came together, it wasn't as great. Flavors don't, flavors don't just, like, add up, you know? It's not like you, you take a, a really nice apple and it's got a flavor of, let's say, two. It's not like you take that apple has flavor 2, and your uh, your lettuce that has flavor 1, and you put them together and you have a dish of flavor 3. Now apples and salad could be good, but it's more complex than just adding things up. In fact it's a lot more complex There's no equation for it. I'm sure somewhere, someone has made an equation for it. But that's not what I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about the iteration, the repetition, the testing, the trying again and again until you have something that you're satisfied with eating, that you're happy to be eating. That's why we do this. That's how design works. Because if you don't like it, you can try again, and you can start over. So sometimes you just have to throw things together and mix them up. And when that doesn't work, maybe you try it again, and you prepare each component differently. And so it's important to prepare components of a mixed dish with the idea in mind that they're going to be put together. And when you do that, I think you can have a greater appreciation for how things are going to mesh. And so if you know that your apple is going to mix with lettuce, you might cut the apple differently. You might season the apple. You might soften the apple. You might look for harder or softer apples, things along these lines. There are so many factors that can play into this. And sometimes you have to consider them. I mean, you probably won't be able to consider them all, but you should consider some of them because how else are you going to have good food? So quality is important. And it makes sense that you prepare ingredients in the context of others, that you build things up piece by piece and add those small pieces to make bigger pieces. And add those bigger pieces to make a dish that you're happy with, that you think tastes good, that you would serve to your friends because you think they'd like it. That's what the quality aspect is about. The quantity aspect is kind of on a different level. This is a whole other thing, whole other sweet of information, of decision making, of trade-offs, pros and cons, that's how it works, it's design. The quantity thing is all about proportions, how things mesh, in what proportion should you add seasoning or smaller pieces to a larger dish. And where do you want them to be? It's about location, too, when you're doing proportions. When I had my salad today, all the small components were at the bottom, with the exception of the cranberries. I don't think I mentioned that. The cranberries weren't on top. So it's about where things are and how much of things exist. I think there are three levels of proportions in food, and uh, I very much think that these three kind of cover this general span of ways to proportion food. And I just repeated myself, I'm sorry, but I'm grabbing my note on this for you. Uh, Let's see. The intellectual kitchen. That's us. Here we are. Okay. So the proportion thing, right? Here are my ideas. Foods can be continuous right homogeneous there's a way to mix components together such that they become one like soup for example you mix some different things together and make it into one looking for a word here one uh, coherent one coherent dish on the complete opposite end of the spectrum is discrete mixtures, or are discrete mixtures. So now we're talking a base, right, like salad leaves or something, a homogeneous base, mind you. The base is usually coherent in some sense that you've added discrete parts to And as I uh as I began to say that I had these uh these different ways of proportioning in mind I thought there were three. The truth is, I have two written down. (laughs) But, I, you know, maybe they could be three. So, here's the deal. You have your continuous things. You have your homogenous mixtures, coherent foods, soups, other things. I don't know. Soups come to mind. We talked about soups uh, in the last episode. So, again, if you're not a soup person, we'll mention some other foods today. And I hope you feel better about that. You have your... uh, you're solid, you know, coherent, tied together, all, all up in one, one uh, summed, f- summed flavor. Uh, it's the best word for that? It's uh, like a like a summation of flavor, you know. When you have homogeneous, continuous stuff. As I said, at the other end of the spectrum is, uh, is the idea where you have discrete mixtures. And so you start with some kind of homogenous continuous base, and you add on to that. And that kind of food is very, you know, piecewise. It's all about the parts, the little bits that you've added on top, or perhaps on bottom. And so those kinds of foods are where it gets really interesting. Because, depending on the way it's been prepared, if you stick your fork or spoon in the wrong place, you're going to get different stuff. This is especially true of salads and of other dishes of this nature where you have some solid base broken up into pieces like salad leaves or pasta noodles. And then you add flavorful bits into the mix. So it depends what kind of uh, what kind of vibe you're going for. If you want If you want what you add in to be really special, then you can't put a lot of it in, because otherwise it's not going to be valued. Let's say you you are just making the perfect pasta dish, and onto your pasta base you want to add this just amazing thing that you have in mind. But you want it to be valued. So what you do is you put just a little bit of it in. So that you're confident that when whoever is eating the food that you designed sticks their fork in, it's not going to be very often that they pick up one of these special pieces. For the most part, they're just going to get their pasta, which is great. But you can design your food such that there are little special bits. And if the person eating the food that you've designed picks up on this and really likes them, they could work hard and dig so that for the first few bites, they always eat one of the special pieces. And after just a few of those bites, they're going to run out. And they're just going to be stuck with pasta. Now that will be an interesting experience for the person who has eaten this food. Because it's likely that the next time they have this dish, they're going to either distribute the little pieces so that they have the complement of the special ingredient throughout their entire meal, or they may just save them all for the end because they want the really exciting stuff to come last. They're saving, quite literally, the best for last. There are plenty of other ways to make discrete mixtures. You could add enough so that the person who's eating the food that you've designed has a little bit of that special ingredient with each bite. You could also design a dish so that the special ingredient is overwhelmingly present and such that there may be even more of this special ingredient than there is of the base, in in which case you might want to reconsider what's actually the base and what's actually the special ingredient. But that's how I feel about mixtures. A couple different ways you can go about them. And the truth is that I've laid this out into a few specified categories. But when you're really making this stuff, You have far more than just two or three choices. You have an infinite amount of options available to you. And we haven't even gotten into how you're going to present your food. But we're just talking about mixtures, right? You can put anywhere from nothing to everything of an ingredient in your dish. You can decide that your dish is to have no cheese whatsoever, or you could serve a dish that is entirely 100% cheese. Those two options are actually very boring. The exciting stuff happens when you go in between zero and 100% because that's when you're making food. That's when you're making food that's built up piece by piece of little components into bigger ones. That's when you've mixed little mini recipes together to perfection. When you've seasoned and accounted for every ingredient that you want in this dish, when you've thought out amounts locations and tastes of every component that's going to be a part of what you're serving. That's when you've thought about all of that. And when you've thought all about all of that, when you've thought about all of that, putting everything together will make your food taste really good. And that's why I think this is important. Because if you think about it, you can make some really awesome stuff. Thank you so much. I will see you next week. Thanks for coming back this week. I know it was a little bit of a different pace. Had a lot of thoughts about that salad, I think. Might have been tough to move off that topic. I really appreciate you listening. It means a lot. It really does. I'm glad that you find this show enjoyable, enough to listen to every week or maybe every so often. It is very much appreciated. We will set up a way for you to get feedback to us, I promise. In the meantime, have a nice week. Enjoy yourself.